So, the big question is this. How are pitching coaches like us, who aren't lazy and driven by our ego, who actually care about getting every player better, how do we coach in a way that lets us break free from the status quo, see things differently, and impact each one of our players for the better, all while changing the landscape of this game? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andy Powers, and welcome to the Pitching Secrets Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Andy here, and in this episode, we're going to talk about how to handle criticism. You know, if you're going to be a coach, if you're going to put yourself in that leadership role, you're definitely putting yourself out there for people's opinions of you. And uh, I want you to know, first of all, that I am uh, no exception to this. I deal with uh, my fair share of criticism, too. So in today's episode, I don't know that, uh, you know, how long it'll be, but just want to tell you kind of a few stories of some things that might hopefully help you and then and then kind of provide you a strategy that has always helped and worked for me um, and uh, and hopefully it'll help and work for you as well so you know the bottom line is like I said if you're gonna be in a coaching and a leadership position you're gonna be criticized you're gonna be you're gonna have people that are that play for you that aren't going to feel like that you've done enough for them like you maybe that you've failed them and let them down and uh, if you're in it for the right reasons if you're a pitching boss then I know that you you're not you know trying to intentionally uh, shortcut anybody that you're doing it for the right reasons that you're trying to help uh, help those kids grow so but but it's still gonna happen right there's still gonna be kids that for whatever reason it doesn't mix it doesn't quite uh, work out and and is, is everything that you can do or for some people it's just that you're just not gonna make them happy it's just no matter what you do bending over backwards trying everything possible uh, you're still just not gonna be able to make them happy that's gonna be more on them anyways okay it, uh, what I tell my guys a lot of times is that when you deal with like your players, like they're going to have teammates that uh, they're going to see that where they're, uh, you know, maybe uh, they're, they're working their butts off and they're trying to do everything they can and trying to do everything right to become the best player they're going to be. And then they've got teammates or they've got peers that are going to sit there and criticize them and they're going to try to pull them down. And the reason why isn't because they disagree with what that kid, that player is doing to try to make himself better. More so pretty much what I've seen is that the reason they criticize and disagree and tear them down is because they realize that by seeing their peer challenging themselves and doing everything they can to make themselves better, that also you know, help makes them see that they could be doing the same thing themselves, but they're not. And it's always easier to try to tear somebody down than to just boost them up, to build them up, or to rise up yourself and try to reach that same level of, you know, commitment and determination and work ethic. So it's a lot easier to just pull them down because if you pull them down, that means that they don't have to work hard. So it's it's rarely about you. It's a lot of times it's about that person who's doing the criticizing, okay? So I want to say that first and foremost. Now, is it possible that sometimes it could be about you? We make a mistake and all that? Sure it is. But part of being a leader is being able to just own up to it. Maybe admit that you made a mistake too. A lot of people are going to respect that tremendously because nobody's perfect, right? But the people that still don't respect that, probably not worth your time anyways. They're not part of your future. And that was something that I had heard. Uh, I can't remember who it was that I, I had heard that from. Uh, but uh, it was I thought it was very, very powerful that when they said that some people are just not part of your plan. Of, of your future, you know, with 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 uh, uh, you know, if you want to, you know, if you believe in God, if you believe in the universe, karma, whatever your individual belief may be, there's there's this thought that I believe in that there is this 
this ultimate plan for you. And that uh, I just kind of figure that those people that are going to be that harsh or critical aren't part of your plan. They're not, they're not part of your journey. Uh, so sometimes that, that helps to, to give me some comfort. Uh, as well, but uh, you know we, we've had times where again, if you're the if you're the head coach, you're going to get criticized by parents. You're going to get criticized by uh, outside you know fans. You're going to get criticized by the media at times, and sometimes the platform can be pretty big. By the way, depending on how big you put yourself out there, is going to attract more attention from people that are farther and farther removed from you, who also may have big megaphones as well, and that can be pretty scary. Um, you know, I, I know that uh, that's something that I've I've dealt with, and uh, at times. And, and, you know, here's the thing. Every time I get criticized, every time somebody has something nasty to say, um, I'd like to tell you that I, that it doesn't bother me. It bothers me. I feel it. You know, nobody likes to be criticized. Nobody likes to have, uh, you know, the things that they're doing, um, you know, have somebody, you know, speak negatively about it. Because my thought is, and this is part of the, the strategy that I want to try to share with you today, is, is that my thought is, is that if your heart is in the right place, then... You know that you you know that what you're doing is is of of good intent, and I'll give you an example. It wasn't that long ago I, I uh, we had uh, done a, a drill um, that uh, you know to that addresses a very specific thing uh, with uh, with your lower half, and um, so we put it out there, and it's just free content things that uh, that you see all the time of you know hey here's another drill here's something to look at here's something to try, and um, you know what? We got a whole lot of people that that uh, appreciated it. They liked it. Some people tried it and they thought that it was it was uh, pretty good stuff. And then we had some people that just thought it was the dumbest thing in the world. You know, and they tried to put it on as big a megaphone as they could. Try to put it on blast. You know, of of uh, you know that we're just uh, you know this is just such a, 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 a you know a hokey drill and and it's gimmicky and all that. Well, you know, I didn't like that. That 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 bothered me. Because the person that was saying all this, first of all, I don't even know who they are, right? And they don't know who I am. So there's there's that whole level of, you know, at least having some kind of an existing relationship to even having a, ha- having a clue. But the truth of the matter is, is that I quickly was able to start kind of moving past it because I know that there's several kids personally that I've worked with that have used that exact drill to overcome the deficits that we were trying to address, and they became a better player for it. So just because that person thought it was the dumbest drill in the world and was sitting there and was very critical and was trying to shout it out to everybody that you know that we're an idiot, at the end of the day, the players that I'm working with, many of them have used that drill, and it works. And it's worked for them. So at the end of the day, as a coach, what are we really worried about, right? Because our job is to sit here and try to help make our players better. Sometimes we have to really think outside the box and what we do, right, to be able to reach that player, to be able to get them to experience or feel what it is that we're trying to get them to do. But at the end of the day, if the result is achieved, who cares how you get there, right? That's always been my philosophy anyways. If I could say something to you and you don't quite get it, but this other coach could say something to you and it's the same thing that I'm trying to say, but they say it in a way that makes sense to you or it helps you to achieve ultimately what it is that we're trying to get to, that's a win. That's what we want, right? So, you know, at the end of the day, I think that when you're facing these criticisms, when you face these people who are harsh from you, many times, first of all, they're, they're not intimately involved. They don't understand or know everything that went into that decision or what it is that you did. And probably a lot of times they're not even 
curious enough to care to find out and try to understand what was going on. You're going to make mistakes, but that's just part of it, right? That's how we grow and get better as coaches as well. So we're not going to worry about that too much. We don't want to make the same mistake over and over and over again because then we're not learning. But if we make mistakes, that's part of growing. We sit there and tell our players that. They're going to fail in this game. This game is built on failure. So why should we expect any different from us, right? You can do everything perfectly in this game and still not get the right result. You can make the right pitch at the right time in the right spot, and the guy will still dump it over the first baseman's head for a base-clearing double. You can make the wrong pitch at the wrong spot at the wrong time, and the guy gets jammed and he grounds out to the pitcher and game and the inning's over. It's the way the game is. So we try to be perfect. I think the, the goal is to just try to be more right. But when your intentions are noble, when your intentions are right, that you're doing it for the right reasons. And you, I know, as you're listening to this, I know you can probably think of these stories too, where you're sitting there going, yeah, you know, I know this one drill that I've been doing that, you know, maybe some people it hasn't worked for. Maybe some people have made fun of me on it. Maybe some people have been critical of it. But that one drill, that one uh, approach that I use has helped a lot of players. So at the end of the day, that's why we coach. I don't care, honestly, if my peers, because again, they're not part of my plan. They're not part of my journey, you know? And the fact of the matter too is I also believe, and this is my personal belief, but I know there's a lot of people that share a similar belief. But to me, the people that are going to continue to lash out and be critical, first of all, probably have nothing to offer in return. And secondly, if that's what they're putting out, a lot of times that's also what they're going to attract. That's what they're going to get back. If I wanted to be venomous, I could probably sit there and wait for that person to put something out there of any kind, and then I could just go and attack them back as retribution of saying that whatever that is is the most ridiculous, stupid thing in the world, and I could use my megaphone to do that. Right. And then here we go. Now we have feuds and this is what, you know, like the Twitter world, this is what it's all about. Right. Is just people getting on there and griping at each other. That's not healthy. It's not helpful. We don't need to do that. And if we're so busy tied up into wondering what everybody else is thinking, we're missing the bigger picture, which is how can we help the players that are con directly under our charge. And that is what we always have to continue to focus on. Yeah, you know what? There may be something, and I bet you that there's things that you used to do five, ten years ago if you've been coaching for a while that you don't do today. It's not that it was wrong then. It's just that it's more you've learned better ways today. I've always said that if you're still doing the same things today that you were doing five years ago, you haven't grown as a coach. So we're constantly evolving and we're going to do things that make sense or that we think is right at the time. But then as experience takes over, as new experience, you know, experiments take over, as new technology and science and information comes available, we start to learn how we can adjust or tweak or maybe we learn how wrong it was and that this is more correct today. But it doesn't mean that you're wrong all the time. And so the thing is this, is that if you're going to be in a leadership role, you're going to have people that aren't going to, to agree with everything that you do. Okay? And that's just part of it. And so if you can't handle it, and this is something I always kind of have to tell myself sometimes, if you can't handle that charge, then this isn't the position for you. Because at the end of the day, the people that are the most negative are always in the minority and always seem to have the loudest voices and you kind of got to go past them, understanding that they're really not doing anything beneficial for you. And then you have to realize that, you know what, you may get one hate comment, but at the same time, you got maybe 30 people that sit there and say, man, that, that, thank you for the help. I really enjoyed that. Thank you. 
Well, you're going to let that one person dominate and overtake what the impact was that you made on the rest of those people? No, you shouldn't. I know it's easy to do, though, and it's easy to get consumed by that. But if you can try to shift your perspective and realize who you're helping, who you're serving, because that's what coaching is. We're servers. We're serve. Okay, so we're serving those people that we can help. And I promise you that if you can sit there and look at that, that even though it's hard in the moment of that criticism and, then, and you don't like people, you know, coming at you and you maybe get your back up and depending on how you react, you may want to get into an aggressive mode and fire back at them. None of that stuff necessarily is helpful. All that is helpful is are the kids that you're impacting. If you're doing this one drill and nobody's getting better with it, probably not a good drill, I guess. Maybe we got to move on and try to figure something else out. But if you're, if you're doing something and it's helping people and it has a track record of being able to help people, then that's, that's a good drill. I don't care what anybody thinks. It's a good drill. Okay? And if you can explain why you do it, then you should be teaching it. If you can't explain something to somebody, then you shouldn't be doing it, even if it's the right thing. Okay? I believe that firmly. And I've said that to many coaches in the past. You get you, Okay, so just because I tell you that this is a great drill doesn't mean you should just do it blindly. You need to understand it. You need to understand why. And so that if you can understand, if you can explain it, if one of your players says, Coach, why am I doing this? If you can explain it to them, then you should be able to teach it. You should be able to coach that. But if you can't explain that to them as to the benefit of that drill, then, then don't do it, right? Be yourself. Be a pitching boss. Continue to do the things that you do. I, I, I hope that this has been kind of more of an uplifting, reassuring message today and not like kind of a downer. I definitely didn't want it to be that. But just know that it's going to happen. It's probably already happened to you, and I promise you it's going to happen again in the future. Um, I don't know how well you can ever prepare for these things, but just keep that North Star. Keep that guiding principle of what it is that you're doing, which is to serve these players and to just do the best you can by them. And that, that if you're willing to make mistakes and you're willing to adjust and self-correct, and own up to those things and also to be able to implement those things uh, as you can find a better way and not be so stubborn or ego-driven that you've got to be consumed by what you've always done but you're looking for newer strategies and ways, um, then that's a win and you're a winner and you're going to be fine and you're going to be able to make a positive impact on a whole lot of players and that's that's what's going to happen because at the end of the day, the uh, the critic is not going to be inviting you to their wedding. The critic is not going to want to, uh, you know, sit down and have dinner with you or come visit you when they're in town and, and see how things are doing. Those people are going to, they're, 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 they're like drive-by, they, they, it's like drive-by hitters. They just drive by, they'll shoot some venom at you, and then they're off to the next person. The world, unfortunately, is full of a lot of those people. But the people that you make that positive impact on will be people that will come back and visit with you. They'll become coaches themselves because they want to be like you were to them and that's incredible and that's how this game continues to grow and promote and that's that's the power and the strength of what you do in this position so i really hope that you understand that and you appreciate it uh just know that i appreciate you and uh that uh, i hope that uh, you got something out of this and just understand i got your back if you're doing things for the right reasons uh you know what if, if the whole world's raining down on you you can reach out to me, man, and, and we can talk about it. Uh, and, I'm, and, and I'd love to be able to, to be that sounding board for you if, if we need to do that. Uh, okay? So until the next episode, I appreciate you guys, and I'll see you down the road. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Pitching Secrets Podcast. If you want to learn more secrets to enhancing your pitching coach abilities and add to your playbooks all while breaking free from the current status quo of today's coaching, then I want you to join me in my movement to becoming a pitching boss. 
To start, I'd like to give you a free three-day masterclass for pitching coaches. In this masterclass, we will take a deep dive together on arm care, creating your daily routine, and developing your pitching staff rotation. Go to bullpensecrets.com forward slash masterclass and sign up to get started today.